two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. during the pandemic and and the first time we like really interacted was when i was making this music video mm-hmm. and asking for people to just send in submissions because we're all trying to express ourselves during the lay pandemic and so i'm going through getting all these different videos uh, of, 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 and and then i get video. i was like who is this freaking talent? Okay, like I, he got probably one of the biggest, longest features because it was so good, and he was just like feel. It was to the song "Love Yourself," and just the way you were feeling and your movement was so great. Actually, your buddy Ian too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I kept bringing back a lot because I was going, "Who's this guy's?" <laughs> and um, because you, it was clear, it was clear you had you know more than just modern like you have like skills i was i i saw a lot of dance styles in one take and then fast forward and we do a musical theater reading we do we did songs for a new world and here comes man one right here and oh my lord singing acting i was just i had no idea because he's so good you are so good at dance Thank and you. that's the thing when you're really strong at one thing people are just like oh they put you in that pocket and then you showed i i was like i this is my friend this is my friend <laughs> like so if you're wondering i'm kissing his ass right now yes yes <laughs> Yes, yes, he's so talented. Oh my gosh! So thank you so much for greeting. Thank you, thank you. I, I Would you mind giving a background of where you are, like where you're from, like where you trained? Yeah, just go for it. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'm from the Bronx originally, the best borough in New York. Woo woo. Um, oh wait, Ron Queens, why am I dancing? <laughs> um, and uh, I started singing first. My mom is a singer. She is a brilliant singer. I started singing in church. Um, gospel, that's where my kind of like heavier qualities come from. Then I started acting um, and then I started dancing. I started dancing a little later than people say yes. <laughs> I started dancing around like maybe 16 that's when I just started like taking it serious, seriously. For the podcast, people, so you know, I have this very big look of shock on my face because you, I am, I, I, I cannot say that I had to start very, very young. Wow, wow. <laughs> I just was always hungry. Like I was, I was always hungry for um, learning new things and. If I saw something, I wanted to do it or I wanted to do it in my own way. And I always had such beautiful teachers who always told me why 
can someone else do it, but you think you can't? That was always the question that my dance teachers uh, uh, asked me. Yeah. Why, why can't you do it? Um, they were always harder on me, and I and I took it as a, at first I took it as a um, bad thing that you're calling my name often, you're you're making me making sure that my leg is straight, you're making sure that my foot isn't sickled, you're making sure this, that, and the third, and then there are other kids who you're not even picking on, is what I saw it as. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized when I became a teacher, and what my mom always says, if, if a teacher is saying your name, that means they care. If they've stopped talking to you, then that's when you should be worried. So... <laughs> um, uh, dance training wise, uh, I went to um, WCC for my first two years of college. I went to uh, Westchester Community College and I started dancing with a company there um, with a teacher named Molly. Um, rest in peace. She passed away a couple of years ago. Um, Julie Ludwig was another one of my teachers, a beautiful uh, modern dance teacher. Um, then I went to Adelphi University where I. Um, I wasn't in the dance program, but I took dance classes there with Orion Duckstein, um, who was an amazing dancer, now the head of the department at Delphi University of Dance. Um, and I always loved grooving. I was always one of those people that just, the beat is here. Like, the heartbeat is there. And I'm just like, yes, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, yes, I see that. I see that when, when I see you dance. Where I, it's just from this one clip you sent. But uh, like I said, you really were hitting upon multiple dance styles in, in your dance improv. And, and, and you definitely have it in your heart when you are moving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so, okay, so that's the dance stuff. So the singing came from growing up and gospel. Yeah. What about the acting component? The acting, I was always, and even to this point, I'm acting for me comes a little more. I'm a little more insecure about my acting because <laughs> because I um I don't I don't know I I just think that I feel that what I'm conveying my inner saboteur as Drag Race has taught me um, is constantly like you're not doing well enough. It's not being conveyed well enough. You're such a big personality, but is that going to convert well? to the authenticity of the character, which I'm sure you understand because we both have very big personalities. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm subtle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love you. I can't. I can't. You're, you're amazing. Um, I, uh, I, I started, uh, I, I used to be an introvert. I used to be a severe introvert. When I moved back to the, um, the U.S. from the Cayman Islands with my parents, I, uh, had no friends in sixth grade, had no friends, didn't talk to anyone, was very insecure about just me. And it was really, um, it was really frustrating. And you know, in the, in those high school movies where you see the kids sit in their music teacher's room and eat lunch, that's how my sixth grade year was my, like my first couple of months. And then my teacher, Michelle uh, Davila, Love her to death. She's amazing. I was hoping um, you would say Michelle Obama. There's just me. I was like, Michelle, oh, but down, wrong way, wrong direction with the verb. Okay, got it. With the, with um, Mich- <laughs> my uh, my sixth grade teacher throughout um, middle school, she was my teacher. And she looked at me one day and she said, listen, in order for you to continue eating lunch in my class, 
You have to audition for the for the musical. <laughs> I love I was like, that. Uh, I was like, wait, no, I, I, uh, no. So I did that. Um, I was Pinocchio and Into the Woods. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and I was on stage for two seconds, and the rest is history. I love that so much. And 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 so you know, for us to be dorks or the outcasts in any way in our history, all the famous people were. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> look at it as a good thing. Yes. <laughs> it's your, it's your the, musical theater street cred. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I got a lot of street cred. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. I was a nerd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And, okay, I love this. Now, let's fast forward to now. Okay, so this is a big yeah. fast forward, okay? All these things happen, life and everything, love, all those, all those joyous things. So now we are in the pandemic. Oh, wait, I actually want to rewind because I, I think this, is, this uh, is a good thing to just bring up. Going back with your training, mm -hmm. did you, or would you feel comfortable sharing any, any prejudice you dealt with as oh, a black yeah. man in the arts, mm -hmm. you're potentially not getting the training you deserve like any human. Yeah, um, I've always been a fighter. I've always, my mom, um, she is a person that has told me every contract you get, you read it from start to finish. And then Ooh. you send it to me and I read it from start to finish twice. Um, She's your manager. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. I've always fought for what for what I thought that, that I deserved. Um, I actually stopped singing for three years because I had a professor. Uh, I went to a voice teacher and he told me, you're not good. You can't, um, you can't sing what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to do, but it's not, it's not working. And I, he was a 30 something year old black male. And I, understood it then as wow i can't sing so let me not do this but now that i am older and i am a teacher now he was acting off of his hurt yep Sorry. so that was his way of You're horrible yeah i mean it was it, it 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 shaped me and it molded me um to now if somebody walked up to me and said oh you can't do this watch me i'm dope mm -hmm. i know who i am and i tell my kids every single day you're important, you're special, you're loved. Especially in the pandemic times, if you were not in this world, the world would be, I always say the world would have no flavor, no texture, and no light if you were not in this world. I tell my kids that every single time. Positive affirmations are big with me as a teacher. You know, it's, um, not, yeah. it's so interesting you're saying, you know, comes from this man, you know, who you're thinking is, uh, you know, at a place of, you know, it's his authority and you're going, okay, whatever he says is like, yeah. and so to give that message is so damaging. And I was literally talking with students last night at a school and they, their last question to us was, um, their last question to us was, any advice you have for any of us who want to start our own businesses, pursuing something that's kind of creative and and I the first thing I said was regularly working on loving yourself. Yes. First. So because if you don't come from that foundation, then it's gonna go to shit. And yeah. then I said, and this next part I have to swear. I said, but fuck other people's opinions. 
Yep. And respect them. And I, I yep. said, I cannot mean that enough. And I said, that will come in packages like what you just described, where it's somebody who you respect and they give you a piece of advice that is naysaying, but you're thinking, oh, no, it's not naysaying because they have what I want in some capacity. Yep. But really, they're naysaying to you and they don't believe in you. Yeah, yes. So you should yeah. to their advice. Because yep. even if they have what to any component of you what of what you want, if they don't believe in you at all, yeah. they're they are null and void and fuck them. And really and it causes so much damage when we're not strong within ourselves and when we are getting that from somebody that we admire. Yeah, yeah. Between that and um I was doing a show in uh I was actually doing Songs for New Worlds in um in Texas. My voice teacher, uh Darla Diltz shout out um she uh she we were doing a show and and uh she runs a um a young artist program and i had this director who um it was the first time that i'd ever experienced microaggressions when it came to race and then it became just aggression <laughs> and it was every single time he called me he never used my name so it was like Shanene, Kwanzaa. I was like, what, wait, who are you talking to? Uh, is, are you talking, oh, you're talking to me. Oh, oh wow. You really think this is funny? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were listing off other people in the no. room and he was gonna get to, oh. Nope, so he would look at me every rehearsal and call me something different that was racially charged. I also had another professor in college that told me if I refused to get called the N-word, I wouldn't get work. <laughs> and if I refused to say the N-word, I would not get work. I would never work in this business. And I'm working, and I haven't used the N-word in the show, and I haven't. I, it's just, it, that's for me, like, we all have our, uh, our lines, and that's one of mine. And in college, I experienced it a lot more because I was either told that I can't do Shakespeare because I'm not right for Shakespeare or, oh, why can't you do this monologue because it's more of your style or you're from the Bronx, act a little more hood. I'm like, sir. <laughs> They're not even asking, like, where, what was your upbringing there? Like, yes, you yes. assume. Yeah. You can't assume. I, I, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm so, I mean, I, I, the... The more I, I, I'm so grateful we're having this conversation because just the more it's just discussed within even this, you know, for a trip, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think it's always good to bring it up. This is this is a very good thing for me to regularly regularly learn and be aware of because I have my own biases I grew up with too that I have to regularly yeah. grow from and regularly like be open to seeing of like oh Jenna stop yeah. you know kind of thing. So thank you. Thank you. Now let's go to current day. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to say something before we go into all of these, you know, how you're maintaining. Don't feel pressure that you had to be perfect during the pandemic. Nobody was fucking perfect. Okay. So we're throwing no. that out. We're throwing away perfection. Like that does not exist. But now let's just talk maintenance, how you maintain with singing, acting, dancing, with doing your survivor job, making yeah. those skills, you know. Having maybe a social life, attending auditions. So, what are what have you found 
Is it like focusing on one skill that you're weakest at and the rest are at additions? Like what what are what is your system that has worked for you? Well, the first uh, first month I did nothing. <laughs> and I think that's really important too. To get this mental house in order is very important because if the mental house is not in order, then the physical house is shit. Yep. So you need, for me, the first month I cried, I was frustrated. I said I would never dance, I would never sing, I would never act again. I swore it off. I I cursed at the at the toaster oven. I did everything in my power to just be angry and miserable. And then I realized what what is that gonna get me? What what's my goal? What do I want to do? And for me, I do uh, I do um, everything at least once a day. So I work out in the mornings, and I I just I, I get what I I'm missing. So every single time you post about what is the thing that's bothering you the most in the pandemic about body wise, I'm like target area my hips. My hips are the longest to warm up and the shortest time to cool down. They're like boom. I get like a good maybe if I. Uh, stretch and I warm up, I'm like, oh, I got a good pocket area of maybe a half an hour where I have the most mobility. Great. Wonderful. Um, then I just, I warm up throughout the entire day. I give myself positive affirmations of, I'm, I release, I write a list and then I release it. Ooh. I say, I want to, I want to rehearse my book. I want to do a monologue. I want to choreograph a dance. But it's okay if I do all of them or if I do one of them. Oh, I love that. And if I don't do any of them, that's okay too because at least I thought about it. But the next day, we got to do it. And that's how I started. I started where it was, I worked out for five minutes that day. And I was like, my body feels a little better. The next day, I'm like, okay, work out for 15 minutes. Great. Set that milestone. And then now I wake up. I sing through two, three songs. I record some of them. I, I sent you what I recorded that I was pretty proud of. Because, I mean, your body, has you have to feel right with yourself. And we have to feel like the hurdles that we're jumping over, we're already in a fucking pandemic. Like, we're in, we're in a mental, emotional prison. And for me, when, I, when the pandemic started, I had just got out of a really terrible relationship that the person had sapped my light away from me and I wanted to not, I wanted to not perform. So I was already, um, drained. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a person that was telling me you're not good enough. So I already had to combat that where I already have the voice in my head telling me that every single day, which I'm sure every performer has that either it's a little voice or it's a big voice. I just had to shut that voice up and and go down my road and go down my path. And I mean, like I said, I can't stress enough. If you need to get a therapist, which I have one, get one. Uh, talk to your friends. That's what helped me. Talk to creatives. What also helps me is find the things that bring you joy. The nostalgia trips, they help. I watch Rugrats. To, to set my juices flowing. I watch the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies, which I, were the bomb.com. I love those movies. They excite my creative energy because it's seeing someone creating art. Yep. And it could even be, I watched, um, I love watching Chopped. And after I watch Chopped, I'll get up and I'll say, okay, 
oh cool all right all right all right the sound of that walk and i'll and now and i'll do little thoughts in my head there's like a sound of a walk and it's going around so what, what are we going to do with that what are we going to do with this motion what are we going to do with it and let's keep doing that and then it bridges into something else like what are, what are we isolating and that helps me i i just have a weird mind where sit and listen to your surroundings mm. check in with yourself gauge uh Gauge where you are first, if this makes any sense. I'm rambling. It, it I'm sorry. I love it. I love it. It's not like some sort of set at two o'clock. No. You, you leave, your your approach is so open to where yeah. you're at and, that, and listen to yourself. It's really yeah. You have to forgive yourself. I mean, I have to forgive myself every single day. Oh. And I have to also say, I look into the mirror and I say, listen, I love you. You don't feel dope right now, but you are. You don't feel important right now, but you are. And though you feel small, what is the operative word that I've used in all those sentences? Feel. Feelings are fickle. Feelings change. What is the truth? I'm here. I'm important. Someone's thinking about me, even if I'm not thinking about myself. I'm loved. I'm beautiful. I'm worth someone's time, even if I don't think I'm worth my own time. I so, I mean... I, I think everyone should have positive affirmations. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's what I do every morning when I wake up. I would, I'm, we're going to do a final question here just to close out. I always like to keep these kind of short and succinct. Mm -hmm. So what are your final words to somebody listening to this? Who's just beating themselves up. And when they beat themselves up, they keep going on the continued cycle of not taking action for themselves. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Forgive yourself. It is okay. And it's also okay to beat yourself up sometimes because we are our biggest critic. That's what the problem often arises. Do not beat yourself up. But if you do say, okay, why am I beating myself up? Assess. Always go into the, the accession of everything. And also what I'm going to say to anyone who is beating themselves up or if anyone feels that they are not where they want to be, you're perfect where you are. Find stock and hold on to where you are. Feel that. Understand that, okay, I'm not where I want to be, but maybe you're where you need to be. Maybe you need to just rest. A lot of us want to be create, 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 create. Sometimes you need to just sit, you need to watch TV, you need to eat a sandwich, and just breathe. I love it. I love it. Um, would you mind on this spot just singing a little section of let it go, let it go? <laughs> if my voice will, if my voice will hold up. Uh, the snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. <laughs> My voice is a little janky right now. Oh, yeah, I see you touching yourself, but it's still, it was so clear. I'm like, yeah, this person can sing. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thank you on social media. Um, so I'm that guy Naji on um on uh Instagram. My Facebook is uh, Najee Gabay, N-A-J-E-E-G-A-B-A-Y. And my website is soon going to be up. Uh, and you can just message me anywhere. Like, I'm always available for questions, anything. If you need someone to just say, hey, hello, I'm always open to that, too. I'm, I'm an open book.
and an open heart. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Everybody, a sense of love down in the comments below. Right, look. <laughs>